It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, c'est Simon. It's Simon Marcel. Welcome to the rendezvous. You know we're going to talk love, we're going to talk relationships, but let's talk pictures. <laughs> Because, true story, a friend of mine uh, who uh, has been in a relationship with this girl, let's say, I think it's their third year. And earlier in the afternoon, he said, you know, Simon, one of the best things I get is I get a picture there for my girlfriend. And, and I'm not talking about a scenery like, like I post on my social media. I'm talking about a ooh-la-la kind of picture. And I said, look, you, because when you're together, you have to provoke the erotic god. You have to provoke the erotic atmosphere in the relationship and not forget that side. That is my advice. When you're together, do anything you can to tease each other. It's good for the mind, it's good for the heart, and good for the ooh-la-la. So tonight, I want to kick off the show with a romantic story, a love story. That's coming up next. If you want to share a romantic personal story, please call the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Jodie. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Jodie. So I understand you have a romantic story to share, and I'm all ears. I do have a romantic story to say. I want to share how I met my fiance. Please. So I go swimming every morning at the beach and mm-hmm. do, I do it every day. I've been doing it for about four years now. And one day I took my paddleboard out and I forgot to latch on the leash and a wave got me. I fell off my board and the board took off. And luckily for me, there was a lifeguard on duty And he saw what had happened and he swam out and he grabbed my board and we went back to shore and he told me that he had been watching me swim for all the time every morning and he never had the like the guts to approach me and Mm -hmm. then he basically asked me out right then and there oh how did that make you feel oh well amazing it's like a fairy tale (laughs) (laughs) I like that. You know, we need to hear stories like this. That's why I love doing my show, because we live in such a crazy world. It's just too many bad news. And then you hear something like this, say, oh, la vie est belle. You know, it's like a moment of joie de vivre. So thank you so much for sharing. Congratulations. Thank you, Simon. Thank you. You are welcome. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. Coming up, I got an interesting question for Marcy, a Twitter DM about her new guy. So I'm going to help her. Her DM is next. So Marcy sent me an interesting Twitter DM question at Rendezvous Radio. She goes, Simon, my new guy is fantastic at ooh-la-la, but not so great when it comes to conversations. He doesn't talk much, and when he does, it's kind of boring. He tells me he likes me a lot, though I'm not sure if I should keep dating him because conversations means a lot to me. So what do you think? Ah, Marcy, that's a good question. Great ooh-la-la, boring conversation. Should you stay with a guy like this? I'll tell you what I think next. So if you're a woman listening to this, uh, what would you think you should do? Marcy goes, I met a new guy. He's fantastic at ooh-la-la, but not so great when it comes to conversations. He's kind of boring. So the question for you is, would you stay with a guy who's great at ooh-la-la and boring to talk to, right? And what should you do? Here's my advice. You know in advance that if you can't have a great conversation interesting with somebody, and it's always boring, you won't last. But life is short. If you feel like it and you want to enjoy just your body more than your mind, I say go for it. Why not? And when you're tired of it, au revoir. Bye-bye. Hasta la vista. On to the next. 
You decide the when, the how, and with who. So that's my advice. Maybe you just enjoy it for now. You call the next. Bonjour, Chloé. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. What is going on? So I'm getting married this spring, and my husband-to-be has this cousin who is super fun, um, but she always drinks too much. And I, I mean, she's like a funny drunk, but I, I don't know if I should say something to her. Like, I'm just afraid she's going to... Like, she's probably going to hook up with someone at the wedding, and um, <laughs> I, I don't want her to break anything, you know. <laughs> oh, that kind, that kind of cousin. Yeah. There's always an uncle, <laughs> uh, aunt or a cousin like that in every family, right? There's like, it's kind of a predictable thing. So, okay, I've, actually, how much do you like her as a person? I mean, I really like her as a person. Okay. You think she's a good soul, a sweetheart? Oh, for sure. Yeah. No, I, listen... Uh, I think you have a talk with her, and you say, listen, uh, you know how much I love you and I care for you, so I want you to help me make this, this marriage of ours fantastic. And for that, really, um, uh, you've got to be able to, to stay calm and, and no go crazy, at least not until 2 in the morning. You know, and she, she, if she says, what do you mean? And then you, you'll be honest. You say, well, you know, I know sometimes you, know, you drink a little too much, and we have fun, but this is a moment of my life that is like a holy moment almost. It, it's, a, it's a moment that is one time. So uh, I need you to uh, uh, not drink until just say midnight or one in the morning. And after that, it doesn't really matter after that. But that's what I would say because I, I don't want anybody to ruin you, your wedding. Like I said, it's a, like a very holy, I think, moment in life and no one should ruin this wonderful moment. At the same time, you know, Chloe, after one in the morning, even if she goes crazy and even if she ooh-la-la with one of the guests, it's not a bad thing. For sure. That sounds good. <laughs> okay. Because I want to be nice to her, too. You know, it's good vibe. Good. You don't want to, yeah. if, if you, you know, so that's that. All right. Well, you know what to do. So first of all, congratulations on getting married. That's the most important. Have the greatest wedding, and thanks for calling. Have a good night. Thank you so much, Simon. Coming up, we're going to listen to Amy's voicemail because... Apparently, she's confused by the guy she's dating. So her voicemail is next. So please remember that you're never alone with your question. All you got to do is leave me a voicemail at 855-905-8255 and I will answer on air. Just like for Amy's. Take a listen. Bonjour, Simon. I'm Amy. And I just want to say I love, love, love your show. Um, I've been seeing this guy now for a couple months, and every time I see him, we get really, really close, and we have a wonderful time together, and it's really fun, and then I don't hear from him for like two weeks or so, and I'm kind of old-fashioned. I don't know if I should call him or text him, but like, it just feels as though he's not that into it, but then when we're together, it feels like he is, so I guess my question to you is... Should I say something to him? Should I initiate the calls? Should I text? Should I invite him on a date? I mean, oh, it just feels so weird for me to do that, but I don't know. I would love your advice. Amy, thanks for the voicemail. Yeah, what should you do when the person you're dating is not, you know, reaching out to you first? What should you do? I think I have the solution, so stay with me. Next. What should you do? If you start seeing somebody, just like Amy who left me a voicemail, and then uh, the guy uh, or the partner that you're just seeing just doesn't really initiate back. You know, you, you have a great time together, and then, 
you know, it's like he's not really there. What should you do? Should you call them? Should you talk about it with them? Or, or, should you follow my advice? And my advice is distance. Always distance. Don't run after somebody. Run away from somebody. Don't be attracted by rejection. Reject rejection. So if you feel the balance of attraction is not into your favor, one step aside or one step behind so that you are not facing constantly the, the rejection. And then the person will either miss you or not. But don't run after anybody. Just distance. It always works. That's my advice. You call the next. Bonjour, Catherine. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Catherine. What's going on? Well, my boyfriend of four years, who I adore, um, he went out and, unbeknownst to me, he mm -hmm. got a tattoo, a big mm. one, and never mentioned that he was going to do this. We never discussed it. I mean, I don't own him. I realize that. But, you know, I am very involved with his body, right? And I of felt... Course really kind of betrayed that he would go do this. I know it cost a lot of money. That's the other thing. They're not cheap. It's, it's quite mm. large. And it is, it's quite a statement. And it makes me feel like I can't trust him. I, instead of it being like a fun thing between us, I feel like it's something he did to his body. And I don't know. I'm just not comfortable. I don't feel good about it. And now I'm like sort of having to deal with it. And I don't really right. trust him right now. I see. Well, listen, uh, just what exactly the tattoo is about? What is, what is, what is it representing? Well, it is, it is a very large eagle on his backside, you know, the lower part of his backside. <laughs> um, and I will see it constantly, and it reminds me that I may be with him, but he's free. Well, 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 an eagle on his derriere. How about that? Um, what? what what do you think? I mean... Um, I get it. You feel kind of strange or betrayed because he didn't ask you, but because you guys should talk about it, but it's done now. So you really have two choices. A, you can um, you know, laugh about it and just make jokes about it and let it go. Or B, uh, you can leave him because the tattoo is not going anywhere. <laughs> so now it's done. Yeah. There's only two choices. Enjoy it or decide that's too much for you and you want a tattoo-free new lover. Well, what, what do you want to do? Well, I do love him, but I would have, listen, if I decided to change my hair color, I would have run it by him. I wouldn't have just come home a redhead. You know what I mean? I understand all that. I get how you feel. I respect that. I uh, should have asked you before, but it's too late. And now it's there. So the eagle is on the derriere. What are you going to do about it? Do you think I should do a tit-for-tat type thing and I should go get a tattoo or I should go do something? Listen, I think it would be... And yeah. come home with it. Right. And That's it. <laughs> That's and it. it. Why yeah. not? Listen, it could be a very nice tattoo. You go for it, girl. Life <laughs> okay. is short. All right. Okay. This is great. Thank yes. Thank Liberation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Catherine. You have a good night. Thank you. Thank you so much. You too. Yeah, it's a good question. I'm just wondering. If you date somebody, if you're in a relationship, maybe exclusive, you know, should you ask each other permission before to change something in your body, even though it's your own body? Should you talk about it and get permission from your partner before to do a tattoo, change your hair color, or other things? Let's talk about that next. So, you know, my last caller, Catherine, you know, her, she went home one day and her boyfriend had a huge eagle tattoo 
on his backside. He was just, she was very shocked. And then she goes, but I don't understand. We're together. We should talk about it. And that led me to the question, when you date somebody, I mean, exclusive, obviously, uh, should you ask each other permission before to change anything about your appearance? Tattoos, hair color, shaving or beard or, or hair or whatever, you know, anything. Because if we look at the first part of the question, everybody owns their own body. Nobody owns anybody else's body, in my mind at least. So my first answer would be no. When it comes to our own body, we should be able to do whatever we want. No one owns my body, even when I date someone. But there's a romantic aspect of this that changes my answer. So stay with me. I'll tell you why. Maybe you should. Next. Do you think if you date somebody exclusively, you guys should ask each other permission before you have a tattoo or change hair color, mustache, beard, shaving? You know, you get my drift. So as a principle, I say no. As a human right, I say no. Nobody can imply to have any rights on your body. This, this is just the nature of each our rights. Romantically, though, the answer changes because if I'm dating a woman that I love and she loves me, I don't want to break the chemistry. I don't want to do something that will provoke the end of our chemistry. So it's not so much asking permission, but it's talking about it, having a conversation, not for permission to talk. How do you feel about this? That's the magic line, guys. How do you feel about this for me or for you? And then you go from there. Does it make sense? I think if we start in relationships to ask this question more often, how do you feel about this, honey? Listen, there'll be less conflicts, less fights, more love, and more sweet moments. I really mean it. How do you feel about this? That's the key to it all. You call the next. If you have a question for me, call the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Pam. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Pam. What's going on? How can I help you tonight? Oh my gosh, um, I've got a bit of a problem. My boyfriend really wants to bring um, another person into the bedroom with us. Mm-hmm. And I don't really know how I feel about it. What, uh, wait, first of all, does he want to bring a guy or a girl? Definitely a girl. And then he think, I think he was open to maybe bringing a guy later to see how what it would be. But right now it's just a girl. And, um, just a girl. and so how do you feel about it? I feel super uncomfortable. I've never done anything like that before. Um, I feel like this question kind of came out of the blue, and I am just sort of, I don't know, like I, I'm usually very open-minded, and you know, I'm not judgy or anything, and I know other people who do that all the time, and they love it. But personally for me, I'm just not sure if, I, if I'm on board. Well, listen, here's, here's my credo, my belief in this thing. Do what's good for you. You don't feel like doing it, there is no ménage à trois. You want a ménage à trois, you do it. Because among consenting adults, the only thing that matters is you want to do it. If you don't, just say to your boyfriend, I don't want to feel like it. And that's that. You close the conversation with no guilt. Because anything that has to do with the ooh-la-la has to do with your consent and your desire. So you don't have to do any of this. You just say no without any guilt. I know. I just I do feel really guilty because I know it would make him so happy. But I just feel like it would be weird and I would be awkward and just not. Listen, there is plenty of ways that you know that can make him very happy in the ooh-la-la, right? You get my drift. Yes. <laughs> so work your guy. I don't know. Work I him. Guess I, 
I guess I do need to sit down and have a conversation with him. Well, really simple. Just, hey, listen, I don't feel like it, and then you don't bring it back again, and then it's what it is. Yeah, yeah, I just, he's going to be so disappointed. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it's something that I'm not comfortable with. So, you know, that's, that's all right. That. Yeah, that's that. Exactly. It's the bottom line. You tell him, listen, it's what it is. And then you bring him your best A game and you have the best ooh with him of his life. Yeah, exactly. It's like, why do you need another person there? I'm, I'm, I, uh, I know what I'm doing. You're plenty enough. Yeah. All right, then. So be direct, be honest, and go from there, okay? All right, I will do that. Thank you so much. <laughs> you got it. Good luck to you. Have a good night. Thanks, you too. Hey, if someone ghosts you and then comes back, should you give them another chance or not? We'll talk about that next. If someone ghosts you and then comes back, should you give them a second chance, another chance? It's a big question because people do that, and it's happened to me. Uh, and I wanted to know what you would do, so I posted that on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. 86% of you voted no, I would not give a second chance. 40% of you said yes, I would give a second chance. And me, I'm going to be honest, I always give a second chance because I'm a sucker. <laughs> so, so maybe don't do like me, do better than me. Uh, don't always give a second chance. But you know me, I live in the present. So I'm all about here and now. Thank you so much for voting. Thank you for spending your late evening with me. Very much. Thank you. Et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.